proclaiming the gospel throughout the world. Bill Winston Ministries is bringing lost souls to Jesus Christ and teaching them how to walk in a victorious life. We invite you to receive all the blessings that God has for your life. Bill Winston Ministries presents The Believer's Walk of Faith. Hello, I'm Bill Winston. Welcome to another program. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. We have another exciting teaching for you today. We're teaching on manifesting the sons of God. Now in this teaching, we're going to be talking about the church growing up and advancing the kingdom. One of the things that I'm going to bring out is that our problem is not the devil. <laughs> I know a lot of times church folk like to put it on the devil, but it's not the devil. The problem is that the church has not grown up. And so once we grow up, you're going to see that the enemy is already under our feet. You need to get your Bibles ready. Get your pencils and papers ready. Take some good notes now. Let's go into it. It's called Manifesting the Sons of God. We, as the church, are not supposed to be controlled by systems or circumstances. And we are to be in dominion over all the earth, not some of the earth, all of the earth. And if you go through these scriptures, you can find some of that. We, we are here to, to, to take over to nothing is to operate in this earth without our permission. Now I'm saying that because that hadn't been taught, that, 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 that we have something to say about everything. I'm talking about the church. We're, we're not talking about some guy down the street. We're talking about the church. We are to be, wherever God sends you, he expects you to rule it. Say amen to that. And I'm, I'm saying from, from an apartment building, he expects you to rule that thing. There ain't no music going on in there that I don't like. I'm, 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 now, now listen now, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to take my position as a ruler in this earth and not just let things happen because I'm thinking I have no jurisdiction here. No, I am sent here as a governor. I am sent here as a king. I am sent here and this is part of my domain. Are oh, you following what I'm saying? So now I've got to be taught that. I've got to grow up in that kind of reality because it, it wasn't, uh, I, I didn't have that kind of knowledge before. And, and so I'm thinking that I'm just a victim down here. No, that's not true. So what we did is we showed you a scripture of Jesus and Jesus was going with the disciples over to the other side. Can we go there one more time, please? Go there one more time. Uh, Mark's gospel chapter five. Mark's gospel chapter five. Mark's Gospel, chapter 5. 
You see, I'm not here by myself. I'm here with an entourage. Say amen to that. The problem is not the devil. The problem is that the church hasn't grown up. The devil is doing his job. Say amen to this. See, I I, I shared with you last time, I said, hey, listen, Jesus said, all power is given to me in heaven and earth. Didn't he say that? Matthew chapter 25, all power. After all is what? None. So the devil doesn't have any power. So any power that he might try to use is a fake. God has all power and he took all power and then he said, church, go ye. He passed the authority onto us to use that power. Say amen to this. And, and because the church has not known this, they came out of Egypt, but something happened here. They, they, they were the product of their environment. Instead of them taking on the image of God and being prepared for takeover of this entire estate, somehow they hung in the wilderness and saw themselves as grasshoppers. Now I'm telling you, you are not a grasshopper. There are some things that God has put inside of you. And you know, Shanda. Verse 35, come on, we've read it before. Verse 35, and the same day when the evening was come, he said unto them, let us pass over to the other side. And when they were sent, he sent away the multitude, they sent away the multitude. They took him even as he was in the ship. And there was also with him other little ships. And there rose a great storm of wind, the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said to him, Master, careth thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, uh, the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of what? Man. What manner of what? Man. Man is this, that even the what? Man. Wind and the sea did what? Man. Obey him. Now, what I said about this is now it is time for impossibility thinking. It is now time for you no longer to think God is asking you to do something ordinary, for God now is going to ask you to do things that are extraordinary and that you have been wired for impossibilities. That God is requiring the church now to be extraordinary, to do the impossible. So now we're saying that everything that seems impossible in your life from this day forward counted as a faith project. Counted as a faith project. Come on now. Now, I'm saying this because you will have to live from another dimension. And in here, this great storm came up. Now, here is this storm and it's from the enemy. And this storm was out to sink their boat. And Jesus woke up. Now, this is a spiritual man. He woke up and operated out of this man. He didn't operate out of his flesh. 
He operated out of his spirit. Now this, glory to God. This is where God wants us. Now, what is he doing now? He is governing the weather. Now, let me take you a little bit further because I've been meditating it. This storm was no surprise to Jesus. Let me come over here. This is part of your ability. This, this storm was no surprise to him. He had prayed. And remember, Elisha had contact with God that he saw which way God told him which way the Syrian army was going to attack Israel. He would then warn Israel, then Israel would be ready for him and the Syrian army would be defeated. Now, if God was doing that in the Old Testament, how much better will he do it under a better covenant? The devil can't even slip up on you. He'll, he'll even tell you where your kids are at. But my point to you is, hey, wait a minute. What has happened is because we hadn't grown up, we, don't, we are not in a mature relationship with God that God can share those things with us. Amen to that. See, that donkey was tied up in town. And Jesus told two of the disciples, he sent two of them. He didn't send one, he sent two. He said, now go into town and you're going to see a donkey tied or coat. Untie him and bring him to me. They said, well, wait a minute. He said, if somebody asks you, why are you untying these coat, this coat, tell them one thing, the Lord has need of it. Now, where did he get that from? How did he know the coat was tied up in town? God showed him. How did he know what to say if they had a problem with it? God told him. Now, this is why the enemy doesn't want you to grow up. This, this is why he wants you to be envious of what sister, sister got on. And, and, and mad at Brother Bucketmouth over there because he wants to preach. Come on now. He, he wants you to be tied up with all of this so you won't get up here. Say amen to that. So the enemy is out to neutralize the church to bring you down to the church, a natural man, and bring you down to the standards of the natural man. But you are not limited by the natural man. That you're not looking to do something because you saw somebody else do it. You're looking to be a path You're going to cut your own path. 
Say amen to that. Now, this is what's inside of you, but you've got to grow up. Now, one of the things I want to show you is you got to watch who's in your boat. Now, now turn with me over to Mark chapter 3, please. Mark, Mark chapter 3. I believe I got some believers in here. Don't I have some believers? Oh, yeah. He got to the other side, and when he got to the other side, there was a demoniac over there. Am I right about it? And the demoniac ran up to him, didn't he? And he pleaded with him, not that the demons in him pleaded with Jesus not to kick them out of that territory. Didn't he say that? Because God, the devil is hierarchy. He assigns strong men who come and occupy certain territories. That is the territory that they're responsible for holding, but they're holding it illegally. Come on. That since Jesus died and was raised from the dead, Everything Satan is holding is illegal. Amen. Amen. Everything, Amen. you don't need to ask for nothing. Amen. Just claim it. Yes. Just snatch it. Yes. Just go in there and, yes. and, 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 and possess it. Yes. The violent take it yes. by force. You don't need to go in there with nobody and stick them up or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about using your faith. So now here is this man and the enemy is using this man because he has no power. But mankind use something called soul power because you got some power in the soul. But all power is in Jesus' name. <laughs> but the devil has lost his power. So the only power he's using is the power through a man. So the demon had to be totally possessed. I mean, the, the demoniac man had to be totally possessed. Possessed is the last stage of occupation of the devil. The, Latin, the, st the, the stage next to that is it's, it's influence. It's where he influences them. But possession, and when a person possessed, they need deliverance. They can't get out of it themselves. Now they need the devil cast out of them. They need some help. And that's why you're in this earth. Jesus never got mad at people. He got mad at the devil. Now he rebuked them Pharisees and so forth, but he, 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 the devil was his enemy. He said, for this purpose was the son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. He never, don't ever forget who your enemy is. All right. So, um, where was I? Yeah, Mark 3. All right, let's, let's go there. Mark 3. Praise God. But, oh, oh here's my point. <laughs> my point is that Jesus was superiority-minded. He was kingdom-minded. You follow what I'm saying? See, he wasn't, he wasn't coming under the guise of religion. He was representing a government. 
And, and he's that way. Now, with that kind of kingdom mindset, look what the devil did. He didn't come put up an argument or anything, did he? I mean, there was another place he said, I know who you are. You're the Holy One of God. He's trying to front Jesus off. He, he, he knew Jesus was God manifested. So what he was trying to do is trying to tell Jesus, you can't cast me out. I know who you are. You God, you can't do that. And Jesus said, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Why? Because Jesus came through a man. See? All right. So now here's my point. So now you got to watch who's in your boat. Because some of y'all might have, <laughs> can I, can I preach this here? All right, look, <laughs> look what he says here in Mark's gospel. And Mark, I'm going to read here in chapter three and look at verse 20. And the multitude cometh together again, so that they could not so much as eat bread. And when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold on him, for they said, he is beside himself. Now, these are his friends. They said, he is what? What's another way of saying that? He done lost his mind. Now, are you following what I'm saying? My, my point to you is, is that once you leave, y'all gonna stay with me? Once you leave the outer man and now manifest the inner man, folk gonna thank you out of your mouth. We don't talk about that just a minute because the inner man inside who is the real you, that is the man that maintains contact with God. See, the outer man will keep you struggling. The inner man will bring peace. You got to, we, God is taking us to a level where we are no longer living out of our flesh. We're in this world, but not of it. Now, Jesus saw things because he was operating out of this. What manner of man is this? See, they're looking at the flesh, but they watch what he did. They said, wait a minute, whoa, what kind of man is this? Well, see, he was operating out of the inner man. See, when you operate out of the inner man, you don't have to be jealous. Come on. Amen. I'll put the statement down up here. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me just read this. I, I put the statement down. I want to get it straight. When you're operating out of the inner man, you override the world's qualifications. Lord have mercy. See, Gideon didn't have much qualification. Am I right about it? But God said, you are a mighty, come on, man of valor. See, and, and when, 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 when you get rid of evaluating yourself based on your, your natural lifestyle, yeah. 
then God can do something else with you because he can take you and override. Come on, because you, your, your natural man has to qualify. Your inner man has qualified. See, y'all got, got what I'm saying, man. God can drop something down in your inner man that your outer man don't even know about. See, your outer man is nosy. See, your, <laughs> your outer man, that's why people have problems walking in the spirit. Because the outer man want to know what you're doing. See, and what you got to do is tell him, get me behind. Get him to shut up. Because the enemy cannot do anything except he try to do it through that outer man. He has to tempt you with things that such as common to man. But if you're walking in the spirit, you won't desire the lust of the flesh. You won't, you won't be, are you following what I'm saying? So tell your flesh to stay out of it. When Paul was given a revelation of taking the gospel to the heathen, he said in Galatians chapter one, I didn't ask my flesh what it thought about it. Say amen to that. God told me to start a bank. I couldn't ask my flesh. I've never seen anybody in, in church start a bank, but I couldn't ask my flesh. Why? Because I'm dealing with my inner man. This is between me and God. This ain't between me, God, and my flesh. This is between me and God. You gotta hear what I'm saying. The reason why we haven't taken over is because we haven't grown up. And growing up means we are no longer carnal. No longer carnal means I'm no longer born again, but being subject to the flesh. Uh, if, if I can get up into a spiritual man and let my flesh take a back seat, then I can walk on water. I can heal the sick. Come on, I can stop the storm. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoy that. Now that's called manifesting the sons of God. Now the enemy is out to neutralize the church. What I said before, the church is the most powerful institution in the world ever. And the enemy is out to neutralize the church, to bring it down to the level of a natural man. No natural person can overcome the enemy. So we have to get in that supernatural realm. Now to do that, we cannot walk in the flesh. And Paul told them in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, he said, hey, I would talk to you as spiritual, but you're still carnal. And he says, where there's envy and strife and divisions among you, are you not yet carnal and walk as mere men? You see, God has another realm that you and I are supposed to walk in as believers. And that's walking in the realm of the spirit. Well, to get there, sometimes you have to let go of those friends <laughs> that sometimes we've been holding on to, you know, those friends that try to keep you in carnality or keep you in the flesh. You got to let them go, folks. There are some toxic relationships and you got to let them go. Why? Because God has a plan for your life and you are going to fulfill it. Praise the Lord. The address and phone number on your screen. This is an exciting teaching. Like I said, this is something that, that's designed to let you locate yourself, to find out where you are. Are you still on meat or are you still in a place of envying and strife and all these kinds of things? Well, if that be the case, the enemy is trying to neutralize you and keep you from the inheritance that God has for you. 
but God wants you to grow up. And these teachings help you not only to locate yourself, but help you to grow as well. It's called Manifesting the Sons of God. Again, the address and phone number on your screen. I want you to order it right away. I've got people standing by. They'll turn these teachings around very quickly, orders around, and get them right out to you because we know you need it now. Hallelujah. Well, this is Bill Winston. That's all we have for this time. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep walking by faith.